Today's episode of DMC is brought to you by Axelstrat LLC, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Let's jump into today's episode. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Dipping Milk and Cookies. Guys, I am Garrett, your Cookie Commander Smith. With me, as always, Michael, Master Motherfucking Milk of Segovia. What's up, player? <laughs> <laughs> Not much, man. What's up? Uh, really digging on the, the new setup right now, uh, that's for sure. Uh, obviously, guys, we're doing... Doing things a little bit differently this week. We're trying to actually get the uh, video rolling with the audio, so that's going to be a fun undertaking, but this is a pretty good goddamn start, if you ask me. Um, obviously, I've been dragged through the seventh ring of hell as of late, so I'm feeling kind of meh, but this is a perfect distraction, perfectly done, well done. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited about this right now. How are you? How are you feeling? Uh, well, <clears throat> I just found out about this about seven minutes ago. <laughs> I knew we were doing the podcast, but I didn't know it was going to be a porn shoot. So. Yeah. That's so funny, too, because I like, said that. So I was like, does Mike know about the cameras and stuff like that? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you should. Nope. All right. Well, either way, it is what it is, and uh, get used to it. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Anything, anything new? Anything new this week? Any any uh, good shit stories? Lincoln shit stories? He's just been shitting a lot. <laughs> but he's changing the milk now. And yeah. He's getting more, uh, just more milk. Yeah. It's so good. I can only imagine. <clears throat> I can only imagine. Yeah. Um, let's see. What what am I doing? So tomorrow's my birthday. Happy birthday, me. 33. Yay. One year closer to death. Uh <laughs> Tomorrow, it'll be good, though. I'll, I'll decide. It's just what I need, for sure. I'm going to go catch dinner, uh, catch breakfast, lunch with uh, with my mom in Watertown, and then meet my dad for dinner. And then who knows what the fuck I'm going to do after that. But, uh, but yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be something that's definitely well-needed, well-deserved, for sure. Uh, after this month, this month has just been fucking junk. Five like, days in. <laughs> Well, no, not this month, not this month. Well, yeah, I guess so, the end of July. All of July and, um, oh, whoopsies, all of July and, uh, yeah, all of July was just a fucking joke. Yeah. But luckily we are in August, uh, more than, uh, more than halfway through this fucking joke farce of a year, but keep on trucking, keep on keeping on. Um, 
Well, I suppose we're already. I know you're on a fucking schedule, uh, per the usual. So let's just jump into it. We do have a very special guest on uh, Dipping Milk and Cookies today. Our guest today is what I like to call a steely-eyed missile man. Okay, equipped with a bachelor's of business administration accounting from the University of Wisconsin Milwaukee, associates in music production and recording technology from Man- uh, Madison Media Institute. He is a leader in business administration using analytical and creative approaches to develop sustainable business growth. Studio DMC welcomes Mr. Alex Weber. Thanks for showing up, buddy. Thanks, thanks for, for having showing me. Up. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Thanks for really cool. Thanks for having me. Welcome. <laughs> yeah. Welcome. Yeah, so obviously, guys, Axel, or uh, Alex here you can is. call me Axel. <laughs> People call me that. That's what my dad called me growing up. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's it's one of the questions. How did, how did you name Axel Strath? But. Uh, but for everybody who doesn't know, Alex here is the owner and uh, 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 owner-operator of Axel Strat LLC. Uh, it's a, a media company who basically can do whatever you need digitally, essentially. <laughs> if, you, uh, if you need a podcast set up to do video, <laughs> this is the guy to talk to. Um, so when, when did you, uh, what year did you actually start Axel Strat? That was the first question. So I started Axel Strat back in October of 2017. Okay. So we're in our third year, which is a very crucial year for business. If mm-hmm. you can make it to year three, mm-hmm. you're doing really well. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, most businesses don't make it past year two, but you know, with everything happening and the, the challenges I've faced so far in life, mm-hmm. in business and in my personal life, we're still in operation. Like that's mm-hmm. that's something really cool and exciting. To be yeah, about. absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, thank God for you, man, because you've done work for for the band for Reflection of Flesh. Uh, I mean, you were there to shoot photos and do the B real footage for for the live stream that we did. That was so fun. Uh, yeah, that yeah. that was the can't shit. The I can't wait one. to do that. Yeah, man. totally. Uh, and that promo video, oh, man, oh, you got to see the promo it's video. Juicy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Still, it's, it's like, a, what is it, like a thirty second promo clip. It's gonna be roughly a little over a minute, I think, once it's okay. done. Okay, okay, so. it's it's sick, dude. Yeah, it's so show, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. When we're done recording, um, but yeah, it's that it, it is really amazing. Like you said, to to be. To still be in operation and, you know, to be somewhat in the black, you know, not necessarily in the red, obviously this year <laughs> has yeah. been a fucking joke. Yeah. So I can understand how the, the uh, profit profit inflow has, you know, dramatically dropped. But, you know, it's okay. It's all right. Luckily, you know, you got contacts, you got good networks, you make new friends, you know, it's going to turn around. Yeah, sure. I'm not worried about that, you know, at all. If once COVID nineteen hit, like, yeah, of course, obviously business dropped. Mm-hmm. Like every business in the world basically just like stopped. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, I lost my biggest client. Uh, they just well, I probably can get them back once COVID is over. But just trying to find a way to make ends meet during the middle, you have to kind of reinvent yourself and and find ways to get cash flow. And and being an entrepreneur and a small business owner, like that's just cash flow is so crucial it's like absolutely how am i do this here it's like you know i can't really i can't wait for the government to step in because mm. you know they've been just like lacking but slack ass exactly yeah. so um yeah it's just uh but you know when i started axel strat it's all about innovation and, and growth strategies so it's like well this is my company was set up from the get-go to operate on a scale that is basically you can just work remote so mm-hmm. all my employees are able to work remote we work as a team there's four of us and we just like you know we have you know the Google products, the website. You know technology makes it so easy today. Mm-hmm. Today's society, like if you have 
a business that it offers to work remote or you can do remote. Yeah. And I think COVID has actually shown like you can work remote. Absolutely. Like, a lot of people have lot of seen jobs. Yeah. A lot of jobs. COVID nineteen has like spot shown the light or turned the light onto a lot of ineffective or inefficiencies within our business processes that mm -hmm. we can we can actually probably get out of the office more and work at home and and enjoy life and your family. And, yeah. You know, you, you spend so much time at yeah. you know, work, and why not just <laughs> this guy who's <laughs> at home with his fat, just like you can have him, take him. <laughs> like I don't want to fucking be anymore. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. But people are able to stay at home and you know actually enjoy their life and not have to be stuck to an office all the time. So. Yeah, I could imagine the uh, the cubicle folk are probably yeah. loving life right now just because yeah you can mm -hmm. just you know jack into the the network or whatever you're in the matrix yeah, yeah right. <laughs> uh you can just do all that shit at home so totally. so yeah they, i'm sure i'm sh very sure that some people are really digging the situation whereas there's other people you know that yeah, are just essential like, workers fuck are, man yeah like, i mean that's just it's just a you know it's kind of disheartening like you got people that are on unemployment making more than essential workers mm -hmm. like what the what the hell am I doing? Yeah, I don't understand that, man. That really fucking bothered me, because like I work at Quad and like I yeah, there was a couple of people that That's I knew. Good company. Yeah, yeah, but it's just like you know, being essential. Mm -hmm. uh, people need to read. Uh, <laughs> they need their fucking U.S. What, what I forget what that fucking tabloid is, but we that fucking thing comes through through the choir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah, it the choir? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty <laughs> nice. sure. I'm pretty sure. Uh, one of the fucking tabloids I know. Uh, uh, what's it? George Clooney and his wife are going uh, through a trial separation. Ooh. <laughs> oh no! Is that, <laughs> yeah, right. It's just a distraction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was, uh, so. yeah, it was one of the covers I saw today. But, anywho, um, so obviously you've been doing this for a few years now. Obviously, you you know what you're doing. You know, uh, like equipment. So. <laughs> <laughs> right? uh, equipment is obviously half the battle. We've had that conversation before. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's really important to, to make sure that you're trying to be professional. Otherwise, nobody's going to treat you professionally. Right. So uh, so let's start with equipment, man. I was asking you, you know, what you got you kind of had running around here. Yeah, for sure. I see uh, Canon. That's definitely yep. a good start. Canon, if you're looking for some endorsers or endorsements, <laughs> this guy right here, he's, he's your money. Uh, but yeah, what uh, what kind of cameras are these? So these are Canon. Well, they're both the 5D uh, series, EOS 5D. Mm -hmm. um, the main camera that's on me right now is a 5D <laughs> Mark IV. Mm -hmm. um, it's my bread and butter. It's my pride and joy. I yeah. call her Shannon the Canon. So. Shannon the Canon. And then and then I got the um, the B camera, uh, the 5D Mark III. So it's the one before the 5D Mark IV, but it's still a solid build. But mm -hmm. the 5D Mark IV is. Is That's better the, uh, more for video than I like that they're called so. marks. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. There's definitely like like know, Iron Man suit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, but they just rolled out with the five or the um, EOS R5, which is now we're going to be it's a mirrorless camera. It's going to replace the DSLR. Uh, mirrorless. Yeah. What is that? So instead of uh, a mirror that that's in the DSLR, oh, it's just uh, yeah, okay. it just has a sensor. Okay. It doesn't have this flapping. Whoa. <laughs> flapping up and down. So yeah, the R5 is just crazy spec so but that's a whole whole nother topic if you want to talk cameras but um <laughs> but though yeah the cameras we're running right now are, are definitely pro grade um yeah, yeah. super high quality l glass mm -hmm. is on there mm -hmm. 24 to 70 and then that's a 1635 2.8 both 2.8 so, so and nice. my beloved ring light that i absolutely despise i, I, just, <laughs> I hate ring lights like with passion it's just you know every time i'm like on tiktok and i see people like don't give me shit for TikTok. <laughs> we'll talk more about TikTok. TikTok. Right? But, but uh, every time you see like this 
this person with a ring light just blowing the ring like straight in their face and they got that horrible mm-hmm. catch light with the ring in the eyes like mm-hmm. I did a, a video on it I was like don't it's shoot yourself Puff daddy video <laughs> yeah don't shoot yourself in the face of the ring light you know turn around to a white surface and bounce that light into mm-hmm. your face you get a nice softer look and mm-hmm. it's, everything just looks better but see professional exactly there is a difference people it, it is not yeah and, and when you said like you know you need these really high end pro ca- cameras to look good it, not necessarily because you can get away with a lot with just a semi-pro body camera mm-hmm. with a nice piece of lens like mm-hmm. a nice piece of glass so ha- invest in the glass more than the camera bodies mm-hmm. at all if you can but um you know doing lighting you know knowing how to light something like we're lit now with the, pretty much a three-point light system right yeah, now it's I'm two li- <laughs> yeah, yeah. especially you but you know just knowing how light reflects off s- subjects and like you know edge lights and highlights so there's I'm a lot of something look at this i wrote down equipment and then experience right underneath it what is this guy doing right now just fucking flock oh, i'm sorry am I, I, I no 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 you're just it, that's what i'm talking about you're you're nailing my next question already oh cool like you're you know what you're doing like you know you have plenty of experience so that's why just giving us the spiel on how to like do the three point lights and don't point that thing straight at your face and like yeah. buy good glass. Don't worry about the body. Like yeah. all that stuff that's that just screams experience. So I just thought that was ironic. <laughs> sorry, sorry, right. I to cut you up. I mean, no, it's totally fine. I mean, I went to school for back in two thousand eight for for music production and recording technology. So, you know, it's nowadays that would be a wasted degree, wasted mm-hmm. money because now with YouTube and TikTok and all of these this plethora of information that you can find on the internet it's like you yeah. don't even need school anymore to, to learn how to be a, a, an auto engineer basically mm-hmm. that's like, how you yeah yeah so YouTube's i mean a lot of this shit you have, my, my theory is or my hypothesis if you have a passion about something if you just apply time to it you're going to get something out of it so that's just the way i look at it no oh, yeah um so yeah you just said you know you went into school for for the music production recording uh, like obviously, I know that you were in a band back in the day, but the, like, yeah. did that, did that have like a direct correlation to you picking that to go to school? One hundred percent. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. what I kind of figured, but I had to ask. Yeah. Had to no, ask. it's totally fine. So, yeah, One Mile the Hub was our high school band name, and uh, my drummer is actually sitting right over there, except Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so if you can't, he's, uh, he's off camera, but um, yeah, but Chris and I, God, we were in the high school band with. Uh, Teddy Schmidt, Shell Hansen, Emily Kathleen, and we, uh, yeah, we had so much fun. I had so many cool experiences, and it was probably the best time of my life. Some fucking yeah. good tunes, man. Oh, yeah. Especially, I, mean, I was saying it to Chris the other night, man. Like, uh, for being 16, 17 years old doing that, like, not only were the songs catchy, but th- there was actual, like, meaning behind the lyrical content. Like, totally. which is super From rare. my first heartbreak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so, I mean, <laughs> yeah, time. yeah, you translated, it, you translated it very well, I, you. I, I, would, I would say, for myself. Um, so, you were talking about your your biggest client before. I don't know if you can talk about them on mics or anything, but... Yeah, no, it's, it's fine. Um, so, my biggest, Kohl's was my biggest client. Like, I was, I did uh, assistant photography work for Kohl's mm-hmm. at their Menominee uh, studio. So, just running around there and being being uh, immersed in this multi-million dollar, I don't know if we can say that, but mm. beautiful studio. <laughs> <laughs> they put a lot of into it, so mm. they got a lot of really just high quality lights. And, you know, it's a really, it's probably one of the best studios in this area, you know, aside of like New York and Los Angeles. But being able to be in that that environment and learn and just be there is just, it's incredible. Like you, I've learned so much just, you know, by being there, mm-hmm. just learning 
what's this? What's an acolini? What's this? What's that thing? Oh, absolutely. You know, Sounds like a sexy pasta. <laughs> I was gonna say macalini. <laughs> macalini. Yeah. Macalini. <laughs> so yeah, Call it macalini and mac and cheese the same thing. <laughs> but you learn so so much of the other side, the the grip part of production. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's a production studio. You know, it's mm-hmm. full on. You have every aspect: production, pre-production, and Post, post-production. Yeah, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, while you were at Kohl's, were you shooting just exclusively models with, like, the clothing, or were you, uh, what were you, what were you primarily shooting? Sure. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I was, I started on the product side, so. Okay. Um, I learned, or just was on set with these really good photographers, this product photographer knew exactly what he's doing with these translooms and how to light it, get the right, the right, you know, highlights, and then he got to, like, get, a certain pop of light to get like the certain reflection off like shooting over like a, a reflective surface which is probably the hardest thing to shoot so mm-hmm. you learn so much just by being by these these pros that know how to shoot yeah. with light and these just you know the best of the equipment so so that was just a really cool experience but yeah. then then one once uh i started making my rounds i my personality fit more of the fashion side so i was more i was moved over to the fashion side so i was with people talking to models and, and, and okay. being on that side of things. Okay. So. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, thus far, you said you're about three years deep into Axelstrad. I mean, obviously, Axelstrad, uh, you were taking pictures before Axelstrad. You started it, I would imagine. Actually, <laughs> no. Um, so I started shooting 2000, the beginning of 2018. So the funny, <laughs> the funny thing is, so my dad is a photographer, and okay. I've, I've been shooting like he's always gotten cameras for me for my birthday. Um, so I've I know how to work a camera somewhat, mm-hmm. and I know about angles and leading lines and composition of that sort. But but when I was I was at a restaurant, and these it was Christmas time, two thousand seventeen, December two thousand seventeen. These these two kids had this this DSLR. It was a T six. And I was like, oh, what, let me see that. And then I just took a picture of my Karen, who at the time was my, my business logo. I had mm-hmm. these three rocks, and I just stack them places. And, mm-hmm. and I was just like, let's, you know. So you totem. <laughs> I told him, yeah. <laughs> so I, but I took a picture of it, and it's right away, just shooting my, my, those three rocks on the table with the reflections and a low, a low angle. is just like, wow, that looks really cool. Mm-hmm. You know what? I can do this. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, I can, people need content development. So, like, I added that function to Axelstrad and it was more so going to be for like analytics and bookkeeping because that's what my business degree yeah, is, yeah, yeah. is and like I'm a baptist in accounting so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I was a financial controller for a restaurant group for, for two years so it was like I learned a lot from that and I just applied it to my business but once I took that picture I was like okay I'm hooked like, mm-hmm. I want to I want to do more of this that's awesome so, that's awesome so I kind of fell into it and then and then immediately start of 2018 I, I realized I had uh, testicular cancer so once I yeah it was kind of a that's like, a fucking wake yeah, up call yeah it was a wake up call Murphy. so if any if, check your nuts guys <laughs> very important yeah, boys check, check, your, check your nuts I'm check serious. your balls like, there, there needs you're to already be, fucking down there exactly. you might as well feel for some lumps yep, yep there's a whole <laughs> bunch of information you just like just feel around there if it's, feel something hard yeah, if it's hard, go to the doctor immediately. Exactly. Immediately. immediately. That's what I did. Like, I found something hard. It was, it was about the size of a quarter on my, uh, I don't Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. I, I called my parents right away. I was like, oh, this is bad. Mm-hmm. Right, we got to do something about it. So, mm-hmm. so I got that all went in. They just couldn't figure out what it was. Like, they, they did blood work, ultrasound, like, all the whole nine yards, and they still had no idea. So the next step was like, okay, well, you have a choice. You either can leave it in and find out if it's going to be 
malignant or cancerous uh, with the next blood test or even just have it removed. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, I'm not going to wait. Get that shit out yeah, of me. Are you kidding out. me? Yeah, is, exactly. that a, is that a real question? Exactly. Like, cut it so. out. Give me the scissors. I'll do it myself. <laughs> Definitely don't want to do that. Well, um, no, yeah, yeah. Bleed <laughs> out real kidding. quick. Yeah. No, 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 that's for real. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Don't do yeah. that. Um, but yeah, so once I, um, so I got it out. Uh, surgery went well. Everything's, I don't even want to talk about this, but. No, that's, okay. that's <laughs> okay. fine, buddy. So we got got it all out. Um, and then to clean up, we did two seconds of chemo, BEC. So so yeah, it was, uh, the chemotherapy was, was rough. Fucking rough, it was, man. I could imagine. It was two cycles. It went quick and finally it was done. But but going back, congrats! To, by thank the way. you, appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm in re remission now, yeah, so fantastic. Well, hopefully, on year five. But yeah. um, but going back to photography, like you know, when I after my surgery, like I the first thing I did is I picked up my camera, and I started shooting right away, and being able to connect with beauty and find being being artistic and find beauty in everyday life was was really hard because I was in a really bad place then, yeah. and it's just like this sucks. Like I, what I got, I have to have something to hold for and mm -hmm. something to hold on to because. Because my whole world was rocked. I, I don't know what was going to happen. I don't know what I'm doing. I seriously thought I was going to die. Like, yeah. I was just like, you know, the, the day, I remember the day before I got chemotherapy, I took a walk on Bradford Beach with my camera, and I made peace. It's like, you know what? I don't know if my body's going to accept this chemo treatment. Mm -hmm. You know, if I have an allergic reaction, like, you know, I could die, mm -hmm. and I got to be okay with that. Mm -hmm. So I, uh, I walked on that, I walked on the beach, and I made my peace with my whoever, you know, universe, God, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? All right, let's just do it. So, but um, I, luckily my body took the chemo well, mm -hmm. had, uh, everything went smooth, and uh, here I am today sitting with uh, you guys Ooh. at the Melco. That's what's up, <laughs> That's what's up, buddy. That's what's up. Um, <clears throat> Mike, do you have any questions for this guy? Oh, yeah, I have a couple. I'm sorry, I keep <clears throat> talking. No, that's fine. That's how we did it kind of before, too. Yeah. You ran through. And Chris. Chris, you want to help me out? Um, <laughs> so... What made you decide to do your music in the beginning, and then I should say, what, why'd you stop doing music? That's a, okay. So that, that's a good question. Um, so I lived in LA for four years and for the music industry. So after I graduated my college for music record, recording production, whatever, um, I moved out to LA and I was going to work at Capitol Records um, because oh, I had a contact there. Yeah. Nice. So um, I had to. Uh, great experience to um, actually sit with a couple sessions with Al Schmidt, who's just great, this is a great human being, great producer, and uh, he's worked with the greats, Natalie Cole, Matt King Cole, and, um, but just being able to sit in the same room with this guy was just like, it was an incredible experience. Just Learned to see so much. Yeah. operate, man. Yeah, it was such an inspiration for me. So that's that's when, that's where I went first out of school to Capitol Records, and then I, he, I used him as a reference to get into Westlake um, uh, Studios over in West Hollywood. So I worked at that studio for a little bit as a runner, got my feet wet, you know, got the whole seat with the whole, you know, being around celebrities is like, mm -hmm. like, all right, this is interesting. Almost mm -hmm. ran into Randy Jackson Mahal. <laughs> so yeah, we had this blind corner, this is kind of funny. So the blind corner and uh, I was going fast, I was running, I was a runner. And um, I turned the corner and there Randy is like, like whoa dog. <laughs> like, whoa dog, whoa dog. <laughs> slow down, so, no, I didn't say Thank that. You. But, uh, but I literally almost ran into him. So, so that, but that's, that's why I got into it. And I got out, to answer your question, I got out because I wanted to have a family and I wanted to have more stability. Mm -hmm. So I decided to go back to school. And this is actually after I decided, I tried to be a cop out in LA. It was like, all right, LAPD, all Torrance, like all those districts I wanted you to You tried be. to be a cop? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I wanted to be a police officer. This is back in 2008 when that recession hit. So okay. everyone was out of jobs. Everyone was like, okay, well, yeah. the 
police departments were hiring, so yeah. everyone hired their, you know, these the cream of the creme, you know. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't get in because I didn't have. I mean, I just couldn't get past the written part. I was like, mm-hmm. horrible at writing. So, mm-hmm. so I went back to school and uh, I went back for business. I didn't know what I was going to be. I didn't know if I was going to do the business side or or engineering or whatever. I thought I was going to be terrible at business or at school. Ended up being okay and I uh, got good grades and I uh, I just I just started doing business stuff, accounting. So. And the whole reason why I got out of music is because I wanted to be able to support a family. I didn't think music was going to provide that that lifestyle. That or atmosphere. Yeah, be to have that, you know, solid paycheck there. It's hard um, to be conducive to, to, to the family life when you're yeah. when you're a dreamer. Uh, right, but here I am now sure. being a photographer. Yeah, but it's full circle, right? Yeah, it's full circle. ridiculous. You, you, you find the right path, buddy, and it doesn't matter how hard you try to avoid it. You're gonna end back up on that same road yeah. some way somehow, right? I mean, God, follow your heart, honestly. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. What you got? Uh, so, being into music and photography, is there uh, other art forms you like, like painting or like stained glass? Yeah, that's actually a really that's another good question because we're in a room with the spray paint art, and mm-hmm. I actually picked up spray paint art um, a little bit. I did, you know, I was watching YouTube videos and these stencils and like you spray a little bit on there and then you blob it gets some texture and then and then you put other things on and you spray paint more and you get this really cool nice 3d like effect with the spray paint but i only did it a couple times and i did a couple pieces it was just too messy and you got to invest in the paint and but um other than that no i was just i just stick to uh, photography that's enough in its own constantly editing it's like oh my god did the uh did those paintings turn out though they did they nice. did i can nice. Yeah, no, for sure. Definitely wouldn't, wouldn't mind seeing those bad mama jams. For sure. So do you have a favorite picture that you've taken that you have maybe displayed somewhere in your office or your house? I do. Um, so I was up in Iron Mountain, Michigan, and I was up there shooting a wedding. Um, and I was doing scout locations for just taking the, the couple out after the wedding just to get some portraits. And I came across this really cool pier. I was like, you know what? I already know the shot. I saw the shot before I even took it. I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. That's so, awesome. Yeah, it, so it ended up being this really dark and moody. Um, it was in the broad daylight, so I had to stop on my ND filter, which is makes an extra couple stops of exposure down so I can drag the shutter to smooth out the glass to make it look nice and buttery. Mm-hmm. And um, it turned out really nice after I edited it, and I was super pumped. And I've done a couple TikToks. <laughs> and everyone who's seen the TikTok ended up saying like, "This is my favorite one, my favorite one." Mm. So I ended up actually printing it out. Like it's mm. in, now it's in my my office, is office area, mm-hmm. sitting right behind me. Mm-hmm. So when I do my videos, you can actually see it now. My videos. That's so. cool. I, I'm not gonna lie, your videos are good, man. I'm not saying hey, I haven't seen I, them, bro. I think my um, choose your character one is probably the best. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just you got to keep in mind my uh, my whole like take with TikTok. Is through that podcast that I was showing you before, mm-hmm. and like that lady's algorithm that she like curates from is fucking bananas. <laughs> <laughs> so like you you literally are seeing just like the scummiest of scum oh, on TikTok, I know. and like she uh, she has like a very a very special lane, uh, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. So like some of them are just they're. F- it's so ridiculous. Some, so that's why when I heard you were just like, ah, dude, I started TikTok. I was like, no. Yeah, if you if you're yeah if you fall down the wrong rabbit hole, you, know, oh, you can get lost. And yeah. You got to claw your way out. It's yeah, like, oh, yeah. but I got to really fix my algorithm. Yeah. 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 It's like, how did I end up in this side? Yeah, nope. yeah. That's funny. 
Welcome to the cool side. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the cool side of the pillow, Alex. Uh, so, actually, you kind of touched on my next question uh, with the wedding thing. So, doing wedding photos, you pulled out a tail from that? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, no. No, I have not yet. I haven't shot too many weddings. It's not my primary my mm. primary um, source of, of shooting. Like, I, I like weddings, I guess, because I'm a social person, but... It's just a lot of stress, and like I'm not, I don't want to be known as the wedding photographer. No. There's, oh there's, yeah, sure. there's yeah. plenty of that in Milwaukee. There's a, there's a lot of really talented wedding photographers. So mm-hmm. I mean, I could do it if I wanted to, but it's just you know, I I'd rather stick to more business to business and commercial. And you, there's, and you can't be as creative with wedding photos either because you're at the behest of yeah. the wedding, you know, the the bride and groom or the parents, exactly. whoever's exactly. signing that fucking check. Because I mean, granted, I'm sure that's a good check. Right. But again, you're just a paid gun, just like, all right, smile, all right, hold it, hold it. Right. But then it's just like, all right, hold on, don't move, I want to go over here once, and they're just like, no, 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 we don't want to do that. Like, Yeah, I've luckily looked out and had some very good couples. All right, with, Karen. So. <laughs> no, no Karens yet, thank <laughs> God. Um, but, you know, eventually it's going to happen. But, yeah. But, yeah, but every, every wedding I've shot so far has been really, really cool. They're just chill people, so. Nice, nice. But no, no Putank. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. And plus, weddings have been completely canceled this year. So yeah, no yeah. shit. Every I feel, 2020 has effectively been canceled. Any wedding photographer, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, you know mm-hmm. being a photographer and owning a business, like, this is, it's been a rough year, for sure. Hell yeah. So. Hell yeah. What else you got? Uh, well, um, is there a certain, like, time that you like pictures uh, are, like, an era, like, Victorian age or, like, Western, or do you prefer more, uh, like, landscapes, the bridges, mm-hmm. things like that? Hmm. That's a good question, too. Uh, I haven't really thought about it. There's a lot of, like, medium format cameras, and, like, if you get into film, like, that's a whole another ball of worms, and I just don't want to go down. <laughs> so I, I usually just stick to more of the modern age, the, uh, the like, just, you know, Lightroom, DSLRs and uh, if there's a certain type of landscape, like I really like the dark and moody. I think if I can classify myself as like what genre, it's more of dark and moody. I'm trying to lean towards more of a light and airy and get out of the darks and get it lighting things up. But but uh, I do like the dark and moody. So mm-hmm. nice, nice. Uh, what would be your dream gig? Dream gig. Oh yeah. my god. Now like this can be like I'm saying anything. anything? Like you could be a you know, a to- you're on tour with a band, or you're uh, just any anything, anything. Mm, what would be your dream, dream gig? gig? Dream gig. So, is that related to photography? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, green dream gig for photography would be, gosh, I mean, having my own studio, I guess, which I did have my own studio pre-COVID, and then I had to give it up. Yeah, that's where we. That's yeah. where we took our yeah, exactly. dipping with the cookies. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But after giving that up, is this like my dream gig? Would just be able to. I, you know, we've talked about this, but I want to buy a bus. <laughs> <laughs> I want to buy a bus, yeah, and I just right, want to, like, right. travel around, like, the United States and live out of my bus. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm also a huge climber, but mm-hmm. with my head being suffering from a concussion a year ago, I just, I've been taking it easy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, once it comes around, I'd love to get back into climbing and just being, being in a bus and just traveling around and taking pictures and exploring because, you know, after almost dying, it's just like, God, I want to live. I want to live. Yeah. And my soul just craves it. Like I want to travel. Like mm-hmm. I want to see. Like I, every year, I take a trip out to New or Colorado, mm-hmm. and I climb with a buddy. But um, yeah, I think being a travel photographer would be really cool. But oh, yeah. I really enjoy like 
being at you know when you I shot your your band mm-hmm. at the uh, at the live stream that was a lot of fun and it really felt like I was like on stage again and yeah I, I felt the same endorphins kick in mm-hmm. being on stage mm-hmm. again when I was in high school and I missed that I was like oh my mm-hmm. god it's, yeah. it was so cool it's it's it, yeah that is weird I totally I can relate to yeah. what you're saying uh-huh. yeah even <laughs> we were playing the shit we're looking out there's literally like one two three four people out there. Yeah. But, like, knowing that on the other side of that camera, there's going to be thousands of people seeing it. So yeah. it's just like, okay, so you're playing a show mm-hmm. to, uh, shit, I think, was it, like, almost 3,000? It was over 3,000 people that had seen it. Yeah. So You guys you know, killed it. Like, it was so cool. That was a lot of fun. Was that so was a lot fun. of fun. And I am so stoked. I am so stoked for that fast <laughs> promo <laughs> video. Yeah, I'm, I'm stoked. <laughs> like, I'm still working. I'm like, oh, my God, this is like, I'm, yeah. uh, see, so much. So. <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, you know, obviously the future uh, is <laughs> getting a little touchy at the moment. But uh, what, what's the future of Axelstrad? Where do you, where do you want to see the company go in the next five years? Yeah, oh, five years. I mean, God, I don't know. You're going to be around for five. Oh years. yeah, Absolutely. I think so too. Hundred I mean, percent. I have, you know, I have a really good team put together, and I'm really excited to be part of, have them along on this trip mm-hmm. with me. It's like I really can't do what I do without them because they're just they're amazing people. And um, but also, I'm, you're really good at what you do too. Oh, well, so thank you. Don't forget I'm that constantly part. improving. Like, yeah, that's the one. That's well, yeah. That's what I was saying before. It's all a learning curve. Yeah. Man. it's all one big learning so, curve. Exactly. Just sit in this, these lights. Yeah, <laughs> <right. laughs> yeah. How many how many mics do we need? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, having the team with uh with with me on this journey, and I do want to get an office space again and set up a nice studio podcast studio you know you know knowing taking my knowledge from Coles and applying that to just being having a studio basically and it being able to do portraits podcasts and then eventually get back into audio like you said mm-hmm. and being able to record like the small projects or commercials and having like a lead command or something mm-hmm. the pro a pro tools rig mm-hmm. hooked up again because you know that's what I learned I was I learned on pro tools and now yeah. I don't even use it anymore but now I'm premiere pro which mm-hmm. is which is video so but it's coming full circle, believe it or not. It's yeah. like it's crazy. And it's so all I know, life. right? And it's all held together with the batches in the county because I'm like, good with money. I'm good with calculation. Yes, I can do your bank reconciliation. Yeah, and I think, yeah. And I keep driving people as like, you know, everyone I talk to, I consult, and I say, hey, you know, how's your accounting? Like, you have to have your numbers in order because if you're you know, if your accounting is off, everything else, like, that's your foundation. Yeah. That you have to it's build bottom on line, a strong man. foundation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you can't say, like, okay, well, how much how much did we spend last month? It's like, well, I don't know. Like, okay, you tell okay. me, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have the card. <laughs> so so that's, I'm, I'm actually getting back into some accounting work through the company, which is really cool. So Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, we touched on it a little bit before. One mile to hub. One mile to hub, man. Oh, <laughs> this is where it hurts. This is specifically, this is where it hurts. Uh, obviously, you know, you were saying before that you were dealing with a breakup, you know, kind of just in a bad space, but like yeah. clearly you were, you, you were able to, uh, to channel it therapeutically mm-hmm. in a healthy fashion. Uh, I feel you, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like the origins, the origins of the song, uh, Fill me in. Yeah. Um, so, gosh, that was, uh, I wrote that back when I was 15 or 16. Mm-hmm. I was young. A baby. Yeah. And I, baby. I, I fell in love. It was my first love in mm-hmm. high school. Mm-hmm. Um, 
trying to say her name. Mm -hmm. But I fell in love, and uh, <laughs> no, no, she's really cool. She's really cool. And um, so, and then we broke up. I thought we were gonna be married. We're gonna be. We were like, I was this stupid young, stupid mm -hmm. young. I was like, I was like, we're gonna be together through high school. And I was so devastated when she broke up with me. And mm -hmm. like, and a lot of songs that were written from the, basically this entire album, yeah. Hubbleton was written from this <laughs> this relationship, this breakup. And um, and I was also going through teenage years and the, the teenage angst and like all that and like it was just like how, how do I like express myself like, I can hear that yeah so but, yeah. um <laughs> don't do it in here <laughs> what are you crackers crackers <laughs> Crack cheese and crackers just and recording the podcast just, eat. <laughs> just kidding well, at least take them off the bag <laughs> but um <laughs> so going back to that album is just like yeah yes. <laughs> fucking guy <laughs> Turning you into the dog, man. Very You're sensitive mics. Blue band back there. You should know that. Yeah. But um. Sorry. No, it's fine. Um, don't be sorry. Um, <laughs> going back to the album, breaking up, high school, angst. Yeah. I mean, yeah. do I have to say much more? <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, no, no. That's good <laughs> yeah, enough. That's like, good enough, man. No, I know it's fine. It's um, and like honestly, dude, the, the song, like I said, dude, the songs are good. They're good, and there's real lyrical content, which is like. It's hard to come across that shit with grown-up bands. Like, you were a baby and you wrote that shit. Like, you know? Like, you were super young. You were a teenager. That's I fucking... I can't even... I still... I can't even wrap my head around that, man. I know. I was just like... And you you keep on telling me that. It's just like, here I am. It's like, oh, I, sh I should have recorded it this way. I was, I'm was, i so hard on myself. And that's something I'm still trying to work on. Well, of course, myself. man. It's like, I'm biggest, so hard. You're your own biggest critic, yeah, of it's course. Yeah, like, God, you know how I would have recorded it differently. But, you know... The, this is where the hearse is one of my favorite songs, and then "Stupid Morning Shows" was. Mm -hmm. This is a really good dragon rock song. Mm -hmm, so, but, mm -hmm, but um, yeah, I think yeah, this it, it, we started really come together at the end yeah. know, with those last couple songs we put out. So I'm just really excited to be able to sit back in the studio and listen to it again on really good speakers. Work mm -hmm. with with Paul, mm -hmm. who's just a wizard. Yeah. And he was able to just whip up something, you know, pull something out of nothing, basically. That was literally yeah. 30 minutes tops, and yeah. he had those tracks sounding, like, radio-ready, totally. like, ready to go. Oh, I, I don't know about commercial-ready. <laughs> yeah, those, Dude, those, those, with those, half the shit that's on the radio nowadays, bro, that was good. That was good. If like, dude, so. seriously, if you hear these songs, I swear shit you not, people, the songs, like, the first time I heard it, it literally sounded like I just got Star Wiped back to, like, an American Pie movie or something, <laughs> man. Like, it's that perfect coming-of-age, like, high school rock, man. So, like, yeah. I, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Well, I'm glad you did. Um, so, yeah, obviously you guys have plans of uh, re-releasing the, the remixed and remastered stuff. Mm -hmm. Am I supposed to say that or Okay. Um, so uh, I know that you guys are having some issues right now trying to name the newest EP. So mm. if you could name the, the newest EP, what what would you name it, buddy? Man, I don't know. Chris came up with a lot of like a really big, you know. Con I know. Thing. Like Chris list. <laughs> Extensive he just list. Like a yeah, thousand no, different really things. That that. I, that's exactly what I said. You know, I, I think it's still kind of undetermined. I want to you know work together as as a band to kind of come up with something meaningful. But I think tying it back because one of our songs was called Younger Years and we wrote that when we were younger I think tying it back to like oh you know or the distance that we've traveled you mm -hmm. know because it's one mile to Hub now we're like 50 miles away from Hub Hubbleton mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. so maybe something like distance traveled or you know the, the distance or like I don't know so the we'll, road we'll still, less traveled the road less traveled <laughs> we'll, we'll come up with something but something with time and nostalgic there's a huge 
thing in marketing now with nostalgia, like you could see it in Stranger Things, and like mm-hmm. you know people are capitalizing that because now the millennials are coming to age and like okay, we you know we want to go back to a time when it was much simpler, like where we just go on our bikes and and you know get pulled by a by a car when you're sitting on a football <laughs> tractor. <laughs> so, you know, just, people want to feel that. Ironically know? enough. So uh, I got on my notes here, the John Deere tricycle incident. Oh, are you kidding? Explain. Are you kidding? <laughs> no fucking way. <laughs> Holy shit. I had no idea you had that on there. I just like literally said that. That's, I mean, that's hilarious. Oh my God. Do I mean, tell, man. You can fucking say right. it. Hit the tip. So, I, oh my God. The shenanigans. <laughs> shenanigans that we did on that farm we, we so our band practice was at teddy's house and teddy had this barn and this garage and tractors and he had this little pedal john deere tractor that you'd sit on and you pedal it's courses for kids mm-hmm. and here we are just like you know messing around i'm sitting on this tractor and then for some horrible reason we tie it to the back of chris's car and I'm sitting on it, and then Chris is driving. He's like, all right, Chris, pull me. And then we just pull, he just guns it. And it's like, Chris, what are you trying to do? You're trying to kill me. Like, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. So, but, you know, good times. No one got hurt. Well, that, all right, now slow down there. Hold on. <laughs> oh, <boy>. <laughs> what <laughs> about the, the woodchuck incident? The woodchuck incident. <clears throat> Put the bow down. This is... Oh, you did good, Chris. You did uh, good, buddy. Was there like a, a, a which? Remember, I had a concussion, so yeah. <laughs> I remember here. Like, what is that, that fucking huge ass woodchuck that would always dig underneath the, the uh, concrete up to the barn? Oh yeah. Where it would drop the level, and drop the level oh, yeah. off every time. It's all coming back. <laughs> and then lock it off, and you went and grabbed the bow. Oh yeah. Teddy went and grabbed the four ten. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't remember that too well. I mean, <laughs> Jesus, but I mean, this is hot. 15 years ago. Yeah, God. easily. And yeah. I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm surprised. The shit that you remember, Chris, just baffles me. Everything. Sometimes it's a fucking Rolodex. I, I know. Remembers it's, everything. It's everything. Why if I never need anything. I'm so glad he's in my life. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chris, where was I like a year ago? Uh, I don't Tuesday. even remember what I had for breakfast this morning. Here he's asking me, he's like, "Oh, remember the <laughs> 15 years ago?" I'm like, come on, what? <laughs> so. I know. I honestly, I, I can't recall that scenario, but it sounds uh, like a fun time. If I had a bow and arrow, and Teddy with the four ten, we went hunting for that. I mean, those things are terrible damage to foundations. So we we were just doing mm-hmm. what we you know had to do. I'm a and I'm an ammo lover, mm-hmm. but if it's causing damage to something, like, mm-hmm. you know, could pick the wrong house, homie. Sorry, yeah, man. Right. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Right. Um, well, yeah, man. I I think that's that's pretty good. We dug a little. We dug deep enough. Um, obviously, please promote everything, everything you have to promote. I mean, being the sponsor of the podcast, yeah, Axel Strad. Hello. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the ad read will definitely, that'll be coming up here in a few minutes. Sure. Um, but yeah, uh, what about Instagram? Just Axel Strad oh. LLC? Yeah, so, um, the company is Axel Strad, I think, at Axel Strad, I believe is the, uh, the Instagram. And okay. then I also have my own personal for like residential photography if you want portraits or just need to shoot your kids or family whatever like that's Alex Weber photo so okay. you can follow okay. me there and that's where I post most of my work so okay. um, you know the business has been pretty slow so I haven't been posting too much to Axel Strat which I, I need to get into get into doing more because mm-hmm. I need to start driving that but 
but doing things like this year, I'm gonna have content now. I could, you know, yeah, chop this up, and absolutely, throw some stuff out there. Absolutely, that's really cool. For sure, for sure. Well, obviously, everybody, make sure you go swing by axelstrad.com. Check out, uh, check out about Axelstrad, about the staff. Um, you know, all the the services that they offer and whatnot. Obviously, guys, you know, 2020 <laughs> has been a fucking joke. So, uh, so you know. Like you were saying, there's not much to, to show of what he's done this year, but there's, there's a couple of things, yeah. I mean, even still, you can go back, you, know, you can go back into uh, into the prior years, check out some of his uh, some of his photography. It's it's fucking perfect. He's really good at making us. Is that COVID's face mask? Shit. I'm thirsty. He needs milk. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he needs some milk. I actually God. have that sound drop too. Are we, are we allowed <laughs> to say that? I don't know. Oh, yeah, fine. Yeah, absolutely. As long as it's not music, yeah, yeah we're good. Cool. Um, but yeah, um, again, make sure you go to axelstrat.com, swing by facebook.com slash axelstratllc, go like and share the page there. At Axel, or what is it, Alex Weber Photography? Alex Weber Photos. Alex Weber Photos for Instagram. Go like, subscribe, share, all of that shit takes you literally 30 seconds, and I know you're not doing anything right now, so go and do it, okay? I also have prints on the website, too. So. There you go. There you go. Do you really? I do, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah I added an extra, like, a shop, <laughs> a shop tab on the main menu, Alex Over Photo, and then gallery, so. Damn, yeah. I'll have to look into that. I didn't even notice that. I know, it's new. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I was just on the website. Um... In the meantime, for us, everybody, facebook.com slash dipping milk and cookies. Uh, you can catch us on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, uh, Podbean, Freak Bitches. What, what? Um, make sure, guys, if you're, if you're enjoying us, uh, the content on YouTube, make sure you are subscribing to the channel, okay? It really helps us gain attention with the YouTube algorithm, which helps us push us, you know, further. So make sure you hit subscribe. If you're so inclined, hit the little... Uh, the little bell to uh, to receive notifications so that when we drop new episodes, you'll be the first one to know about it. So, uh, in the meantime, this was fun. This was fun. This was amazing. Yeah, this is really great. I've been looking forward to this all week. Yeah, hell I can't yeah. Wait. Plus, you guys, you guys are really fun to be with. That, so. Right on. Right on. Appreciate that, Alex. We'll definitely have to do this again soon. Um, yeah, everybody be good and stay safe. Love you, love you, love you back there. Uh, yeah, we'll catch you guys next week. Everybody be good. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. Produced by the Dank Mob. Axelstrad is a company built on core values of integrity, sustainability, and innovation, and is passionate about finding solutions for business growth. By working together, they will find activities that add value to your business while creating a framework that is flexible, yet structurally sound, and allows your business to grow profitably. Alex Weber, founder of Axelstrat, is bringing a new, fresh, organic approach to doing business in today's ever-changing landscape. Equipped with a Bachelor's of Business Administration, accounting from the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee, Associates in Music Production and Recording Technology from Madison Media Institute, and coupled with real-world experience as a financial controller, Alex is a leader in business administration using analytical and creative approaches to developing sustainable business growth strategies. Now, right now, Right now, our listeners are going to receive 15% off any service for up to the first $300. Yes, you heard that right. 15% off any service for up to the first $300. 
Let me explain here, folks. Anyone who has looked into any kind of photography, videography, graphic design, branding, social media management knows that it can be a little pricey. Okay, so why pass up on a fantastically ridiculous deal? Uh, again, 15% off to the first $300 when you use the code DMC. Okay, very, very important, guys. Make sure he knows that we're the ones that sent you to him. Otherwise, you will not be able to get this deal. To reach the great staff at Axelstrad, please call 818-585-8742 or send an email to ateam at axelstrat.com. Again, that is A-T-E-A-M at axelstrat.com. The number again, 818-585-8742. Prepare yourself to be stratified.